2: Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here,
1: and it is Saturday morning. Sex Panther, what's going on?
3: Sex Panther, the two hole. I, got, you know, we were talking pre-show about maybe getting rid of the live portion of this of this stuff, since a lot of our live guys are now in the book club. But I got to be honest, I I probably miss those videos uh the arch has really put together some quite funny hilarious videos this might be the new normal though with uh no max on saturdays basically from here on out to the rest of the football season he'll join saxy mackie the maxi on sundays but this is our last time arch to shoot the shit with saxy maxi saxy what's going on Hey, listen, guys, so happy to be here this morning, gentlemen. I
4: mean, I I already miss you, and I I really needed this opportunity for me to come in here and, uh, you know, spend some quality time. Now that, you know, Panther, he's in the two-hole, and I'm filling Max, so... Whoa. we just we've just gotta get we just gotta get in uh, the time well we can you know all, all of the beautiful time here so I feel like we need to celebrate almost every holiday at once though you know uh Halloween Thanksgiving uh, Hanukkah Christmas Kwanzaa MLK and Valentine's Day all at once here guys so I mean kid is there is there a song that we can use to commemorate this moment
1: I don't know that anyone's made a song that commemorates all those holidays in one <laughs> shot
4: well every holiday I think I mean, we, we want every holiday covered right? Every holiday. Yeah. Yeah. This is is actually I had a thought about this. I I hate to go like full theology on this podcast, but I've been thinking forever. You know, I'm pretty I'm at a reasonably comfortable job and they allow me to take, you know, religious holidays, etc. So I was thinking about creating a religion because most all religions are created uh, called celebrationism that just celebrates every other religion's holidays that already exist as a way to kind of hedge oneself in the afterlife.
1: So basically Dude, a Unitarian is what you're saying. <laughs> yes,
4: exactly. Exactly. But I would but I would celebrate and, you know, I I would go you know, uh, celebrate every holiday. So, you know, I'd be going to like, you know, a synagogue on Monday and and, uh, you know, uh, like a, a, a monastery on Tuesday or whatever. And I wouldn't be in work any days of the week is what I'm saying. Oh, OK. Well, I like that now. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I would literally be celebrating holidays every day of the week. Hey, paid, paid holidays. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I have a reasonably comfortable job. I've been here for ten years. I don't respect anyone else there anymore. So
3: why don't I do this? I, I'm on. Can I get hired?
1: <laughs> I don't think you get hired. Right? I mean, you, if, if you, say what you don't get hired into a, a religious faith, you have to. No, no, no. Well, exactly. Well, I think have get paid holidays.
3: <laughs> right.
4: Right. Exactly. Yeah, Panther. I don't know if it works so well for you with this whole that, that whole shtick. I think the trucks still have to drive even on uh, even on Christmas Day, right?
3: Listen, I drive because I don't like people. all right? I actually, I actually have a college degree. Right? I got a business management and marketing degree. I used to own my own football team. I, I can do more than hold a steering wheel. What the? God, man, the slander already. Iceberg, bail me out, man. I see you smiling over there. This is the first too. I don't think we've had three years of doing this stuff. We've never had one of one of our guys watching. On video, so now I'm, I'm talking to you guys, but I'm watching Iceberg. I'm watch Iceberg through this whole fucking thing.
1: It's a live studio experience. You know it.
3: It's a riot. Uh, God, you know. So I'm sitting in the two chairs. I'm supposed to come up with the stuff we're going to talk about, but uh, there's not a lot to talk about. So we'll we'll talk. We'll start up in Seattle. We'll, we'll get to baseball, maybe. We'll start with football. It looks like you know they made that wouldn't call it a trade, but they they got Drew Locke um, from Denver and they've got Noah Fonte come over with them. But they decided, they announced yesterday, Geno Smith is going to be the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. I, I don't know what to make it. I mean, it's hard to really crucify Geno. Right? He spent all that time with the New York Jets and nobody ever succeeds with the New York Jets. <laughs> Uh, what do we make of Geno Smith is now the starting quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks? Well, very punchable
4: face Geno Smith, if we don't remember correctly, The, the whole incident of
3: him getting punched in the face by
4: a teammate. When he was a Jets player and missing a start because of that, you know, here's the thing about Gino for me. I actually think that he is the better quarterback in this situation. If you, if you guys have ever watched drew lock, which as a person who lives in Colorado did watch a lot of drew lock last year, uh, he's he, uh, Gino Smith would have to be the better quarterback in the room. There's no way, that, that, that Drew Locke is the better quarterback in that room. And Geno Smith, honestly, first off, he's been, he's been doing the coring toss for them for years now. So he has some on-field, you know, a, a little bit of, of, of time, you know, getting, getting on-field, doing what he does. And so I, I like him in this situation. I personally, I think that he is the better quarterback here between the two. That being said, I don't think that he's a great choice. I mean, he's like the, maybe what, like the 31st, 32nd quarterback out of 32 for starters, maybe
3: hmm i don't know if he's that low but he's he's pretty far down there i i, I will say this he was, he was on the team last year he filled in for russell wilson a few times last year they didn't play bad right arts the seahawks no. were still decent
1: yeah they were, they were still decent um I, I i i watched a little bit of drew lock too and I'm, i can't say i'm surprised that he lost out to Geno smith carol's implying that uh that uh, lock lost uh just lost all the you know well the run-up time he needed because of covid Locked just ran out of time. He did. He did miss some
4: time. I mean, he does. He, I, I think that he's run. He's he's about to run out of uh, NFL teams to play on soon. I'm going to be honest. He's. I, I think that he's flaking out here away from, uh, you know, either being a perpetual clipboard holder or you know not it, it, really having to uh, look down the barrel of the XFL or AAF or whatever uh, uh, new league comes out. You know, I I think that I think that's hey. probably what he's.
3: Listen, those Missouri quarterbacks <laughs> have made some serious money as clipboard holders. I think Chase Daniel is like one of the league leaders in money. And I, I wish he played 13 games in his career. So there, there's some value there. That's like, that's like how many completed passes he has. <laughs> it, might be, it might be the truth. Oh, shit. Uh, let's stay in Seattle. Julio Rodriguez gets an extension. With the uh, with the minesweepers, uh, this is one of those. I'm not a big fan of these deals. I'm not sure his agent did him any favors unless he hits some of the clauses that gets him up to nearly 470 million. But oh, playoffs aren't in there, <laughs> you know, right? They might make it this year. Um, but uh, you know, 13 years, I think it was for something like 204 million. And the way we saw him in the home run derby, the way he's played this year. Uh, in his first full season, I actually think Seattle got a deal here. This this isn't a bad contract. I'm usually not in favor of these huge, long contracts. Um, Julio's young, so he'll he'll probably still get another one when this was up. But I, I think this is actually a deal for Seattle if they get it closer to that. 204 million dollars what do you think Soxie
4: yeah I mean I'm looking at the uh I just wanted to look a little bit more deeper into this deal and, and and based on what I see here it looks like this lasts through the 2029 season so it's like a seven-year deal so I mean that seems pretty reasonable pretty reasonable I'm I'm, I'm trying to see if it, yeah it looks like he would hit free agency before his 30th birthday so he would still have plenty of time to, to to make back to to, to you know who, who got who got the second contract around then too was that the real bad one was that Pujols I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember which which aged player got got a, a really bad contract late in life like that I mean maybe maybe team will get smart up to not do that by then but uh, I mean yeah it looks like okay uh, and I'm trying to see some of the other bits of the deal here in order to get the 400 million. Uh, he would have to necessitate consistently high MVP finishes, is what it says. So, well, I, hope I hope mean, it's a little I could, less I could,
1: vaguely worded on the contract.
4: Yeah, it's well, that's what that's what's being reported here. Thank you, mm. Four Letter Network. But I, uh, I mean, to, in, in my in my general opinion here, I think that this is a, a good deal for both him and the team. Just the fact that he can get out, and get more money again later. The team locks him up, you know, uh, for for the time being, and you know, gets to actually stay competitive and keep keep pieces on their team you know. So how <laughs> is he going to be says, when
1: this is over? Is he going to be 28, 20, 29, 29 at twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty one. 29, 30, 31. That's supposedly that's your peak. That's your absolute peak of baseball and everything everything after that is downhill. So it could be a, a, a brilliant move for him because he could command the most money possible when he's right around there.
3: Right. So here's the deal. If if the Mariners turn down the option at twenty twenty nine uh, for an additional 20 years or excuse me, 10 years, Rodriguez can exercise a five-year, 90 million player option after the 2029 season or hit free agency just shy of his 30th birthday. If Seattle exercises their option, it would be for 10 years and 350 million because this first part of the contract is only $120 million through 2029. If Seattle exercised the option, that's 10 years for 350, which would bring it to the $470 million and take it through 2039. He's basically making chump change. Yeah, what's thirty five million a year? You know, by the time <laughs> we get to twenty thirty, Jesus, I can barely live on that. Wow, wow. Well,
1: good for him. Yeah, no, this. It seems like he's man. He, that's a really good move for him, right? I mean, Jesus, mm-hmm. at his peak of his career, he could exercise a five year or go out there and get paid by the Yankees,
4: <laughs> right? And, then, and, and maybe maybe by that time he'll have a nice dip for the Yankees and then he'll uh, he'll he'll pull a gallow and go somewhere else, help them out, make the team better.
1: And then once he's old and broken down and not worth anything, the angels will come with a dump truck they- full of money.
4: <laughs> Five year deal. Right,
1: yeah, exactly. We yeah. want to lock you up until you're 43. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's how the angels like to roll. <laughs> well,
4: like, I mean, maybe not for long. You were you were saying, Arsh, You know, you have been questioning the leadership of this team, and it looks like uh, they, they may be uh, sold here sometime soon. Isn't right. isn't that the inkling that the? That's the, it's a rumor. The, yeah.
3: the, well, we're trying we're trying to get Iceberg right. and Hoosier Daddy and Tubby. We're trying to get all these guys to chip in hundred million dollars, and then we well. you know we can go buy the team, but. Um, yeah, it, it's what, what was the number like two billion dollars for the Angels? I think of the asking price. You get a stadium with that. How's that work? Oh,
4: God. Oh, I
1: wonder. You sign the papers and they just toss the keys over to you for the stadium. Here you go.
4: Is that is the stadium owned by the team or is that like uh is that something that's Police? like quasi owned by the city that they like rent, you know, like have like a contract in? I have no idea. They're all different. Uh, with Panther, what? you used to own a team, you should know this.
3: Well, I wasn't a billion dollar team. We just I can sign a contract with the venue. And okay, the, uh, yeah, so, the city of so Anaheim
1: owns the stadium. There we
3: okay. go. And that, I think that's typical for most teams. Don't the, the Bronx Bombers own their own stadium, do they not?
1: I, I assume so. The, the real mm-hmm. estate aspects of teams, I've never really dug into that that deep.
3: I think that's what maybe helps their, their perceived value. That's why the Dallas Cowboys, I think, are so high, is because Jerry Jones owns the Taj Mahal.
4: <laughs> yeah, my goodness. So that's
3: all I got. Saxy, anything yeah. you want to talk about? No, I've well, you know,
4: other than maybe trying to get a movie suggestion for the fall for Halloween. I mean, I know Archie likes his scary movies. Panther, you have, have you have you, any you, of you guys seen? Nope, I've been wanting to watch that. Have any, do you guys have any movie suggestions here for me for uh for October? I, I just saw, want them right out the gate.
3: I saw the preview. Nope, I did. I watched um, Samaritan last night. Uh, it's the new, just released last night. Um, it's a new Sylvester Stallone uh, action film kind of beat down, broken down superhero thing. Um, it was pretty good. It was, it's a Stallone type film. The one I'm looking forward to that I haven't watched. It's been out for a minute. Might fall into your Halloween wheelhouse, I guess is a Prey. It's the follow-up to predator. Um, supposedly getting good reviews that I, I need to get on that one. But other than that, I, I'm not a big Halloween film. I'm not a horror film kind of, um, connoisseur, if you will. So I, I, if that's what you're looking for i'm i'm the wrong guy to give suggestions aren't you got anything i I saw prey was it it good good. it was good
1: it was good not great it was good i was really trepidatious about going into it because you know it being current year i thought it was going to be like yes queen slay girl boss all over our faces but no it wasn't that bad i mean it was a little it was a little bit of that because you know everyone's fucking dead and she's walking around slow-mo like a badass it's like Everyone you know is dead. <laughs> they should have given her one scene to grieve. But other than that, it was fine. It was kind of a stripped down Predator. It was you know, better than a lot of those Predator sequels. That last one with, uh, they made a couple years back was just so fucking horrible. Shane Black's, I forget what it was called. That was just so bad.
3: I don't think I've ever watched any of them after the original.
1: The Robert Rodriguez one where they're, I don't want to spoil it, you know, the the one where, the, the the one was a few years before the, the last one, it's called <laughs> Predators. They find no, themselves this group of people finds themselves in a jungle versus a versus a predator. That was good. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to say anything more than that.
4: I love I I love how you uh, you tiptoe around it. Great job, Arch. Thank you. Thank you. That wasn't it wasn't bad. It was kind of, it could have been better, but it wasn't bad. Mm. Hey, check out Prey. There we go. What like song was I'll, okay? I'll, yeah okay i i I, Because that one that one was one that i was like this i this looks like they're really trying to scare me really hard with this one i don't know if i'm i don't know if i'm buying in to a phone being all that scary
3: oh
1: x was okay did you see x no little derivative but
4: not bad all right
1: there's some fair amount of love too so there you go hey
4: well you know, I mean, this is these are things that the sax kid and I are going to watch together probably during that time. But she approved you
1: No, know, she's a vegan prude. No, 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 no.
4: <laughs> no. she. No, she'll. She'll approve. She'll approve. She'll oh, approve. Okay. This Thank is not God. a problem. This yeah. Goodness. No. There's to like, be this straight not, fucking two a, there. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. If you. If you. If it's. If it's too gratuitous, you know. If it's. If it's. If it is. Uh, oh, what movie did I watch that had uh, who was Kid Cudi in it and had a lot of. So i filming a porn in in, uh, in in like Texas, in like a rural place. I forget That's which it, movie X. is X. Oh yes, that one. You think okay? That was,
1: did you think that was gratuitous nudity? Nah, no. I
4: didn't I, think so. I, I, I no no. I just I just I I, I just don't think that Sax Kid and I are making it through watching that whole film. Is all I'm saying. Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. no I, no, no no. Oh no no no. I, I don't mean we're stopping it. I just for for, for movie. For the movie's sake. For the movie's sake.
1: Just losing focus. Fucking horny teenagers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens, yo. Come
1: on. (laughs) <laughs> all right. All right. Well, while I try to get that image out of my head, let's take a break. Saxy, do you have a read or should I oh, talk you to Oh, you got the it.
4: You got it. I will I will do a read off the dome here, folks, cuz it is time. Listen, we've been talking about the book club. We have like a, a quarter of the book club listenership here already in the live studio right now. But uh what I'm going to talk about today is DJ gear, folks, because do you like us? I mean, I like us. I think I think we may, we do good some good stuff. And on our website, appswithdegeneracy.com, what you can do is click on the D shop link. You can go to a spreadshirt site where you can actually customize all kinds of different options. We've thrown this out there that maybe we need to put a Zeke physique on like a uh, on on a tie-dye shirt. Well, guess what? Spreadshirt. Offers a tie dye shirt that you can put any <laughs> of our logos on, all of our logos on. You can put multiple logos on at one time. You can put all of the logos on a single shirt. You can look like one of those uh, people who goes to a stadium and wears like the uh, like World Series 1973 jacket that has like every uh you know World Series patch and shit on it. Or you know th- those are more common with NFL fans. Let's be real here. But you you we can you can make whatever you want on the DGen shop. So head on over to after degeneracy Holy shnikes. AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the d shop and go full d
0: Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, d Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little Mad.
3: All right, baseball. tex Panther. Get time off. Listen, I'm just getting a kick out of fucking iceberg. He he leaves. Look, he's gonna go get another hat. He's changing hats like every five minutes. <laughs> he's like a he's like a high school kid. Can't make that yeah, yeah. He's gonna go to college too. There
4: we go, recruit.
3: <laughs> oh God. Hey, let's start off in Boston. Tampa Bay still there in the midst of a four game series. Jeffrey Springs is going to take the hill for the Rays, actually having himself a fine season, except for the long ball. He's given up 11 bombs in 95 innings. Same with Rich Hill, who's pitching for the Boston Red Sox today. He's given up 11 bombs in his 82 innings, so he's maybe even a little worse than Jeffrey Springs. But, um, look, this kind of sucks, because when I wrote it down, Tampa Bay was minus 130. Now I'm getting them at minus 125. Maybe Archie can even find it better. So that means the value, I guess, is getting better. But Vegas disagrees. I don't care. Boston can't even have a winning record at home. Tampa's the better team. Give me the Rays for the thirteen dollars. Yeah, I mean, Panther,
4: uh, <clears throat> I got I got good news and bad news for you here because um, the good news is we're holding hands. The bad news is we're agreeing on this game, and that is uh, I, I'm looking at this pitching matchup again. You're totally right. Jeffrey Springs is the better pitcher against uh, ancient Rich Hill, who began pitching professionally when I was still in high school. Uh, so now digging into the pitching stats a little more, though, uh, Rich Hill has over a six ERA at home. Uh, well, Springs has averaged around two point five in his last four starts. Uh and around the same number, two uh, two two and a half ERA on the road this season. So I'm looking at the Rays here at minus 130 uh, or minus 125 now, and I haven't written them off yet this season as a team, probably because I barely bet them, but I'm going to eat that chalk with you, Panther, that chalk is getting less and less worse, and maybe scary, maybe a little bit scary, and taking those Tampa Bay Rays.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> I am leaning the Rays in this one. I wanted them with the plus line yesterday, and those fuckers almost did it. They had it, they let it slip away, then tried to fight back and couldn't quite get over the hump. I'm just leaning them today. I don't like the value at the minus 120, 125. So just a lean on Tampa Bay.
3: All right, next game up for me. A game, a series that I think somebody, whether it's in in here or in the book club, has been on every single day, and I'm going to be on it again today. And that's the Cubbies at the Brewers. Drew Smiley taking the mound for Chicago and, you know, I really shit on Drew Smiley there for a while. In May, he had a 4.63 ERA. In July, he had a 6.06 ERA. In August, the guy's pitched four times. He's 2-1 and one with a 1.13 ERA. He's pitching absolutely phenomenally. And he's had one matchup with the Brewers this season. And he, it was, all, for whatever reason, I don't know why, only three innings pitched. I don't know if he got injured or got yanked early, but that was to the tune of zero ERA going against Brandon Woodruff, who's having, you know, a good, an okay season, maybe a down season, really, by Woodruff standards. But this fight falls in the arch water park of uh, who the hell are Milwaukee minus 205 against? This, This is just a team that really has not gotten out of its own way. I got all the value, and I think maybe the. I don't want to say better pitcher, but Smiley's pitching really well. Give me the Cubbies for plus 170 for $13. Man, full moral support here
4: to you, Panther. Uh, Milwaukee's lost three straight. The pitching matchup is close-ish. Uh, Chicago was the better team yesterday. And so I'm leaning Chicago with a huge plus line here, but I just got scared off and of thinking Vegas must know something if they're, if, if they're uh, making Chicago this big a plus line. They already just won yesterday. I mean, th- that, that, that's my thoughts. Arch?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat, but I'm still going to fucking bet it.
4: <laughs> are you, like,
1: who are the Brewers minus 200 against? Honestly, I mean, they do win a couple of these here and there. So, I mean, there's a, there's a real chance they will and they probably should win the game. But God damn it, you give me the Cubs plus 180 and they have more than a puncher's chance to win this game outright. You know that scene in Terminator when he's like Terminator Two when he's in the, the the molten metal and he's going down his thumb goes up. I'm gonna be sinking in this game with my middle finger up at the Brewers. <laughs> Fifteen bucks on the Cubs. This game is crazy. This might I have more value on this game than I've seen in a
3: month. So give me the Cubs. Fifteen bucks. There we go. One last game up for me. We're gonna play a little game here. I did this with Max. Saxy so we'll do it with you. I'm gonna give you some stats. Four games pitched. 4-0 oh wins uh, a 0.35 ERA, 24 strikeouts in 25 innings, and only three walks. You know who I'm talking about?
4: Oh, God. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me look through my notes because I think I might have an idea here. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, oh, fuck, no, I don't. <laughs> Give it to me. Who is it? Who is it, Panther?
3: Jordan Montgomery. <laughs> Oh, my God. Jordan Montgomery for the St. Louis Cardinals in the month of August has a 0.35 ERA. He's 4-0, home against the Braves, who the Braves have you know, kind of had their number here. But I, I don't like Charlie Morton. Uh, I do like Jordan Montgomery. I mean, who the fuck thought getting out of New York would make you a, a better pitcher? But uh, here he is just pitching like an absolute ace, Minus 105. Like, I think Vegas sees this as a bit of a toss up game. I think the Cardinals can get this one. So I'm putting $13 on the Redbirds. There
4: we go. You know, I was leaning Atlanta in this game. St. Louis had a day off to travel back after playing five straight against the Cubs. (laughs) Much must've been fun for them. Uh, But in my heart, I just believe Atlanta is the better team overall. So I was leaning Atlanta with old man Morton here, but I, uh, I, I, I don't know this. I I haven't watched the line move or anything like that. So you, you very well could be on the right side. You Panther.
1: Yeah. I'm leaning uh, St. Louis with you. It's close, real close. Not quite. Didn't quite get the value I wanted. So I'm just
3: leaning that way, right? Yeah, I don't think there's any value at all, but uh, this should be a close game. I've only got those three plays. Saxy, what you bringing to the table? All right, let me
4: scroll through here while I get to my team that I've, I've been banging the drum for and the last twins, three huh? times, the last, say what? The Twins, huh? The Twins, huh? No, actually, no. Please, no. Uh, we're we're going to go. Uh, we're going to stay in the same uh, division, though, and go to my Detroit Tigers because uh, last weekend I doubled up on Detroit uh, on Friday and, or sorry, Saturday and Sunday, and they treated me good after losing to the Rangers yesterday and facing Dallas Keuchel on the mound today, who has a seven eight eight ERA. Woof, Patrick Corbin, eat your heart out. I can't help but love the Detroit Tigers today, so I'm taking uh, Los Tigres at even money, or it actually looks like it's now moving there a slight minus line maybe plus 105 plus 105 oh well give me that i'll take that
3: yeah actually i i, I don't want to encourage you anymore but keichel's era is worse than you think it's it's actually 8.53 <laughs> and his, his whip i mean think about this this is walks plus hits divided by innings pitch he puts two base runners per inning on base <laughs> like dallas keichel is is absolutely horrible 10 home runs In only 50 innings, Uh, yeah, the pitching advantage to Eduardo Rodriguez. Problem is, Detroit just doesn't score. They don't don't generate any runs. Um, Unfortunately for them, they generated six yesterday and still managed to lose. Uh, I'm with you. I like Detroit here, but I'm not getting any value whatsoever. So, uh, just a lean on the Tigers.
1: No, I like I like that play an awful lot. I'm jumping on it with you. I like the Tigers. I wish it was a little bit more, but they've got a real chance to win the game outright. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, give me
4: the Tigers for 15 bucks. There we go. I love it. I love it. Well, I got a couple more plays here. I'm looking at. Uh, let's see here. Panther, your Reds, the Cincinnati Reds at uh, Washington Nationals here. Now, call me crazy, but the Reds are the better team, right? Now, they are plus line even money here, and I like the Reds today. Luis Sessa, uh, in a very small sample size, has been much better on the road than at home, uh, and his advanced metrics are all below his ERA. So maybe uh, he's due to trend a little bit better, especially against the Nationals. And I uh, do like Sessa a lot better than Paulo Spino, who in 19 innings in August has put up a 6.16 ERA and boasts an 0-5 record as a starter. So they just don't win when he's out there on the mound. I, I'm taking the Reds today. I, I, I like the Reds with this plus line.
3: Yeah, this is I mean it's kind of a follow-up from yesterday where we were like, why is Washington favored? Well, they didn't even score. So Reds were the better team yesterday. I think the Reds probably are the better team today. You know, there's gonna be some bombs here because Ceza has given up eight home runs in 39 innings. Espino, this is kind of his downfall. He's given up sixteen bombs in his 85 innings. Otherwise, his four point three one ERA is actually pretty respectable, but if you're just going to let them hit a home run every time you go out and take the mound, uh, you're really setting yourself up to fail. And that's why he has a zero and five win loss record. Uh, with a plus line, I don't know how you cannot bet the Reds here. Uh, values on the Reds. Reds are the better team. I'll lean the Reds. Yeah, I'll, I'll lean the Reds here. I, I
1: don't know what to make of this because this is such a mess. I, I thought the Nationals had a chance yesterday and they just nationaled all over themselves. I'll lean the Reds.
4: All righty. All righty. Well, here, we got one last one here and I uh, we're going to go to my my home state, Minnesota. Uh, San Francisco is in town. Maybe Arch, uh, you were a day early here on the Giants because I like them today. Minnesota woke up and scored over four runs for the first time in nine games yesterday. Uh, however, I don't think that offense is here to stay. Sonny Gray's XERA FIP and XFIP suggests his ERA is a little bit better than it should be. Well, Alex Cobbs suggests that His should be much better than Sonny's Gray's. So uh, those Giants uh, did get beat bad by the Twins yesterday, too. I think they wake up for this one and show up. So give me the Giants plus 120.
3: I think we see a little correction here. Cobb and Gray are probably mirror images of each other, really. Uh, Cobb's just been unfortunate and and hasn't got a lot of wins. Um, And Gray has been fortunate. Both of them do a good job of keeping the ball in the park, don't give up a lot of home runs. Um, and both these teams, you know, say for yesterday and that nine run explosion are kind of offensively challenged. I think if anything, I would probably be looking at a, a total here uh, showing 7.5 might like the under. But uh, I think the value is on the Giants. I I, I mean, I like the twins at minus 140. No, thank you. Uh, lean San Francisco.
1: Yeah, lean San Francisco again. I, I, what I said same thing I said yesterday. One of these teams has to win. I don't know who wants to win we'll see but yeah i'll lean the giants here with this
4: there we go now that's all i got that's all my picks so arch throwing it over to you got one last play
1: cleveland is in seattle and they are plus 155 that's to me a ton of value i think uh i do think the mariners win the game but i think uh the guardians have enough of a chance to warrant a bet so give me 15 bucks on the guardians
3: 155 Yeah, talk about a a tough luck pitcher. I mean, Zach Plisak hasn't been great. He's got a 4.43 ERA. He's thrown 120 innings. He has two wins to show for it. I mean, 66 wins Cleveland has, and Zach Plisak has two on the scoreboard. Part of that problem is the 16 home runs he's given up this season. Going against Luis Castillo, who's, who's kind of been hittable. He's only pitched one time in Seattle at Safeco Field. Eight shutout innings. I think that might be a little bit of where that chalkiness has come from. Um, Castillo goes seven or eight innings. I really do like Seattle here, but I am not laying near 180 on the Minesweepers, so we'll just call it a lean on Seattle
4: yeah same boat here i uh, man i can't i i if anything i might i might be looking at the under here i mean it, it's already at seven that's such a low number i i I would be looking at maybe under seven but other than that i'm not touching this game one bit i i i i, I can't really get to the side of cleveland here with please Hack on the mound so I, I give you the moral support arch but i just i just i just can't get to it i don't want you on my side <laughs> yeah that's true Well, we'll see what happens to the Detroit
1: Tigers today, Arch. Yeah, exactly. All right. What do we talk about? Well, shit. We got comments here. We got tons of comments. It's also college football week zero. Uh, We're not really going to talk about it on the podcast. Sex Panther talked about it on his podcast. We have the whole cards from everyone in the book club. Uh, Users are making their picks. I've made some picks. Phil's made some picks. Uh, It's just all floating over there. So. If you want the full deal about college football, you need to be in the book club. Uh, Iceberg says, Tigers have covered the spread 80% in the last five games. Okay. Ba-boom. There you go. Love it. Uh, Iceberg says, keep it live. More people can join. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Iceberg says, Nebraska over 51. (laughs) I don't hate that play, especially if you're getting the 51. I think it's creeping up closer to 52 at like pinnacle. Uh, Lean Angels. We like the St. Louis play. Yeah, they almost won last night, blah, blah, blah. Angels plus one and a half, and Reds, Iceberg says, that was the Reds play yesterday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Over in the private
3: chat. Who are the Angels playing today?
1: Uh, the Angels are playing the Blue Jays, Blue right? Blue
2: Jays.
3: Oh, yeah, it's a great matchup. Otani's on the mound, and Manoa's on the mound. Great, great pitching mm-hmm. matchup, but they're still asking way too much of Manoa. I think the value is on the Angels, and uh, Iceberg's just going to chicken shit his way out and take that one and a half. Uh, uh, Tuddy
1: yeah. says, my boy Saxy, Sex Panther the Great, and my guy Arch. All right, we're all here. Uh, they're wondering what we look like. You know what Saxxy looks like. You can keep wondering about the rest. Uh, <laughs> Panther, <laughs> Panther owned a football team, fantasy or real life? Real life. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Yankees are paying the city liens on the stadium. Okay. Ah. Morton is 3-12 th- and 12 three. versus St. Louis, St. Louis career-wise.
3: Oh, I like that St. Louis play. There we go. There we go. Nice. Tons of moral support. That might that might be going into the parlay. Okay. So okay. what do we talk so about, about today? today? We talked about, talked Seattle. about I'm Seattle. I'm
1: going to have to mute somebody you? for just a second. We talked about Seattle. Getting a little feedback there. Um, Yeah, we kind of talked about Seattle exclusively, football and baseball, and then we made our plays in MLB. Saxy? That's it. That's it.
4: Art. Art. Oh, my, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stay muted, Panther. Right? Until, the, well, until, until the end. Panther. There's too much. There's too much feedback here. Well, I got some feedback for you guys. I miss you guys already. I I already miss you guys on the Sunday show. But you know what? Max Bet Sunday is coming at you live starting next sunday so looking looking forward to melting some face with mad max there but dgens head on over to jancy.com you can uh, buy some sweet merch there join the book club at dgens.net download and listen to every single episode panther my parlay pick today will be the one that arch and i held hands on the, the detroit tigers yes
1: i'm gonna take a uh, cleveland yeah in my parlay pick
3: Oh, God, we're going to keep it all in the the AFC Central. That would be brutal. Um, Fortunately, I'm not on Milwaukee. I will take – I'll stay in the Central, just be the National League, and take St. Louis. So we'll put the Tigres, the Gardenians, and the Redbirds together. That actually is a very winnable and a plus-line type parlay. Um, You guys know we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But – Oh, my God. Arch, the greatest thing you probably ever did was give these guys three free days to check out the book club. Book club has been exploding this week. Um, Shit, I I dropped the ball. We had some more members to to welcome. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Uh, Ice, yeah, iceberg—the yeah. biggest one. Like when iceberg came in, oh my god! Like everybody's like, he's here, he's here. The 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 myth, the, the legend is here. Uh, let me go into Discord here real quick, because um, we had I, we've had three just in the last what day? Yeah, we're thirty-five <laughs> minutes too. Just to point that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not cooperating. So, um, we'll give. Him, I'll give him a shout out on Monday. I, I apologize, guys. I, I should have had that written down, but. Uh, that's where we're hanging out. So come in there and shoot the shit with us and uh, call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said, done, did, it's all.
2: Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents